Fitness Boot Camp Inner Circle Podcast with Georgette Pan and Jesse Stoddard. All right, we're back. We're excited to be here today. Um, episode 16 now. Man, it goes by quick. Um, I'm really excited today on the line. I, I've, I've, of course, have Georgette Pan, and we also have a special guest uh, today. Uh, we've got uh, Todd uh, Kuslikas. I'm going to well, I'm going to butcher it again, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> that trying. Was perfect. I'm trying. That was perfect. That was perfect, Jesse. That oh, actually was perfect. <laughs> you got All it. Right, well, thank you. <laughs> I tried, and uh, out of the Michigan area, and he's uh, the uh, the creator, founder of uh, A Shot of Adrenaline, uh, uh, and .net. Uh, really cool website, by the way. Higher perform higher performance, higher existence, and it's building muscle without weights. And uh, I know Georgette and and um, uh, you go back a little ways, but uh, why don't you why don't you uh, chime in here and. Let us know who you are and tell us a little bit about yourself and your background, your history, your story. And uh, apparently you used to be really skinny, and now you're pretty much like a super like Hulk. So awesome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> I wouldn't go quite that far. But, yeah, I was uh, born and raised in Michigan. And, and um, yeah, always, always, you know, the thin guy. And um, I've tried, uh, you know, different weight techniques and uh, going to the gym and, and what would happen um, at the same time, I was pretty avid weightlifting. This was younger, like 14, 15. Um, I was um, boxing, so I was, I was doing Western boxing. And uh, at some point, I just injured my, my left shoulder. And, um, you know, but, you know, being a younger guy, I'm like, hey, you know what? I want to build muscle. Like, I want to get the girls. I want to, you know, be the man. So, like, I kept hammering through the weights and doing higher and higher um, uh, lifts and bench press and whatnot. And eventually just my shoulder just, like, gave out at one time. And I went home and I realized I couldn't even lift my shoulder. And it stayed like that for a good two weeks. And at some point I realized, you know, this, I'm doing something wrong, and whether it's form or not, um, I wasn't quite sure. But, um, you know, then and then uh, eventually I just kind of walked away from it and I transitioned into the martial arts, and I started doing uh, both Eastern and Western martial arts at the same time. Like I was pretty avid in Tai Chi and Bagua and Xingyi and, and like these Eastern slow, rehabilitative, meditative, energy-based martial arts. At the same time, learning Kempo Karate and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and kind of going into the, the harder style, so it's kind of this balance between hard and soft, and I, um, my Kempo instructor was very avid with body weight training. And uh, he trained me, and he's like, you know, you don't need to just do the typical push-ups, the typical uh, no-weight squats. And uh, he, he, he tweaked these different body weight exercises, and I became extremely intrigued by uh, strengthening the body on different planes, but strengthening the body as a unit instead of, just solely, um, you know, like you're doing a bicep curl, you're just, you know, strengthening the bicep. It's like when you're doing these um, unique styles of body weight training, you're, you're strengthening in real world um, whole body strength. And I became enamored with with this style of training, and that started to just um, kind of take over. And, and uh, I started putting his the knowledge that he taught me um, onto YouTube videos. And I just put them out on, the, on, on YouTube, and all of a sudden I, st I started getting tons of comments and feedback, and people were loving these, these style, this unique style of body weight training, 
And I, I thought, hey, you know what? Maybe I should just create a website around this this style of training. And and um, I went through one or two different name changes, but I eventually settled on a shot of adrenaline because it's it's like the tagline is it's a higher performance, higher existence. It's like it's not settling for the status quo, the average. Like you're really pushing yourself to this higher limits using a unique style of training. And and I just it's been kind of a, a force of its own, and and the following continues to grow. And where it's it's you know you don't need to just do you know, try to get to 40 push-ups or 50 push-ups. It's like very unique styles of training where you're targeting the muscle on different planes and different angles and, and shifting your body weight and uh, distributing the body weight over to one side and the other to increase the resistance. And um, it's just this, it's a different way of training, and it's it's become a passion of mine for, for, for quite a while now. Awesome. I That's found awesome. out I didn't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. So we have more in common than body weight exercises. Which is, that? that is awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of uh, where I'm heading, and and I continue to to learn different styles of training, and um, you know I've got a, a strong passion for um, you know not only not only not only moving forward and learning higher level skills like handstands and, and front levers, like these higher-level calisthenics, but also helping um, people that are just getting into the space. So they say they're switching over uh, from maybe they've injured themselves using weights, and but they still need to gain strength, um, and they need to rehab, and they need to increase mobility. Um, you know, that, it's like helping them with that transition. Where do I start? Like, it's a strong passion of mine, helping people. If they don't know where exactly to start with bodyweight training, um, and I'm not I'm not the guy that says bodyweight training is the best type of training. Like you know, there's there's a ton of different ways to train. Um, you know, weight, weights aren't bad. Weights are good. I mean, weights are very helpful. Um, you know, but but my passion, my personal passion, is is specifically bodyweight training and um, you know training in these unique styles of uh, of exercise. That's awesome. And you've uh, you know, just according to your website, Todd, you you spent a little bit of time I mean, going through quite a bit of personal growth and development and you, it sounds like you've been, you've been through quite a few changes and when you started with this you were exploring uh not just because of the injury, but you know, you're kind of taking an interest in in um the martial arts, but then also it sounds like you kind of explored the spiritual side of all of this and it or or maybe it was a part of the journey. Um, is that true? A little bit more on the spiritual oh, side and some so. belief? Yeah, yeah, it definitely went hand in hand. And, and I kind of started off with, um, you know, I was actually raised Catholic, and then I, I transitioned to, like, Eastern. I'm a Christian now, but I, I was I transitioned in these uh, meditative, um, you know, when you dive into a martial art, anyone that's, that knows martial arts and, and has a passion for it, like, they really dive deeply into it, and they kind of inculcate they like they bring about like the traditions behind it and that's one of the um benefits that I've carried along uh with me studying the different martial arts and and that um you know especially the eastern side of martial arts like the western with the popularity of the UFC and mixed martial arts like 
there's a it's a known fact that you want to train in a multiple uh, of disciplines. You know, you want to be good on the ground. You want to be good on uh, standing up. And uh, yeah, there's some specialization that you can do, but you've got to be extremely well conditioned, and you've you've got to have these different skills. Um, but there's an element of of trusting your sensei per se. And I don't know if you guys have studied martial arts at all, but there's this element where where like there's an there's you've got to have this trust and and you can dive deeper into the art when you have a deeper level of trust and that that um you know carries on over into the spiritual component too and and teaches you these deeper principles of of living your life with trust and uh a belief and faith and um which which was a part of my whole it's still part of my life, but it was it started when I was at a younger age, and I started learning these principles of, um, you know, it's not just about, like, how do I perform better at my martial art. Um, you know, it's this, this element of community when you're, when you're working out with, in a dojo with other, with other students. Like, it's a, it's a totally, it's a spiritual journey um, yep. diving into a, a martial art and fitness even in general. Yep. I agree. That's awesome, Todd. I love it, man. It, uh, yes, I did spend some time in martial arts personally, and I kind of know what you're talking about. I didn't, I didn't go uh, extremely deep, but um, tried uh, Tai Chi was actually one of my favorites too. I really loved that. I had a oh, lot okay. of knee problems okay. when I was younger, and really enjoyed that. Yep. Uh, that you know, especially all the breathing exercises and just slowing yourself down is hard for most people. <laughs> yeah. Sitting in some yeah. squat position for like 40 minutes or something. <laughs> it's a, right. It's a well, quite a challenge. It, yeah, I know. And I used to I used to teach Tai Chi, and that's that's um, uh, one thing that when I mentioned depth, that people don't realize. Like we would, I had I would have my students. There's a traditional posture called hold the ball, and you stand with your feet parallel and your knees slightly bent and. Um, you know, it just you know a neutral spine, like you know you have a just a relaxed posture with your with your arms out in front of you, and at first it's hard, like you don't think oh having this relaxed posture is all that hard, but because we carry so much tension throughout our body, it becomes actually extremely difficult within three, four, or five minutes for the average person just starting out. But as you practice, you learn how to relax your body and you dive deeper into this posture and your breathing starts to slow and your muscles relax and your body actually fills up with energy. And um, and, and and it carries over to your daily life. Like I would teach my students that the postures aren't as important as the principles of Tai Chi and the principles being uh, relaxation and fluidity and breath control and whatnot because that's, those are the components that carry over into your daily life. You practice Tai Chi for 20 to 30 minutes in the morning, and over time, how you practice becomes how you live. And, wow. and you know, you, when, whenever you are, you're driving a car and you're, you're you know, you're, you're just naturally breathing and someone cuts you off, instead of retaliating and flipping the bird at them, you can, you can just breathe right through it and, and you just become a, a solid force that's just moving and flowing and um, and that's why it's so important to to focus on deeper level principles um, whenever you're doing anything, as opposed to uh, I've got the posture down perfectly. Well, that's that's level one. That's a great start. And then you start to move down the levels. You start realizing that the whole purpose isn't to get the posture down. The whole purpose is to ingrain principles of of proper living into our daily life. 
so that we can become, um, you know, a greater servant to other people and be ki- kinder to other people. I mean, improve, improve this this world that we're all living in. That's awesome. I I I'm like casted um, because two members of my studio, one of my trainers, actually two, and Tammy, the co-owner, um, are really really deeply into this. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Our, our Tai Chi teacher and um, yoga teacher and Tammy herself. And uh, we are developing a new product, which I'm not going to talk about, but, I mean, it's something in the works. And I thought, I never knew this side of Todd. You know, I just know him as the body weight expert, you know. And um, it's just, I I really can't even wait to pass this on to my own trainers (laughs) to listen to this podcast. And, you know, it wasn't something I was expecting. It's just to hear. So it's just just awesome. Uh, Todd, yeah, i got to yeah, ask you some yeah, questions yeah. here. You, you're in a, a, a realm of, of uh, fitness that's kind of an underground, growing trend, I think. And yeah. uh, I don't know a lot about it, but I know, you know, even just looking at your blog and seeing some of the interviews you've had with some, you know, there's guys like Cirque du Soleil champion, Olympic-level uh, gymnasts and uh, all these different guys. And, and I'm wondering um, – and I'm wondering too how how much this spills over into other things. Like there's that new, um, it's called Freeletics. I think that's a movement that's kind of related to this. Uh, maybe they've commercialized it a little bit more, packaged it. I don't know if you've you've probably heard that. I you know I'm I'm kind of new to this whole thing. Um, does that right. sound familiar to you? Yeah, there's there's a, a actually I've got a few different posts on my vision of the future of calisthenics, and it's it's really hot right now. Like um, yeah, I mean it's 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 hot right now, and and you mentioned underground, like this underground movement that was um, it kind of birthed even out of uh, you know gymnastics and and like uh, kind of in, in quotes mastering your body, you know all the parkour and and um, it's like it's just it's just coming, it's like blooming, and um, you know it's super popular. All the, the the bar stars and doing bar calisthenics and whatnot, like this is just on the cusp of, 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 of just, you know, rocketing out. So it is an exciting time. And, um, you know, I mentioned in one of the blog posts that I write, cause I'm, uh, like I said before, my, my history is in the Eastern side of, of training, uh, as well as the Western. And I think this calisthenics movement is continuing to grow and it's going to, con- it's going to grow even further because they have calisthenic competitions and, and, um, you know, that are just starting to, um, uh, there's, there's, uh, I know there's one in New York, I know there's one in California and there are others, uh, throughout Europe, um, throughout the world as well. Um, but there's this, this, um, yeah, the movement is growing, but like my vision for it is, is actually a blending between like this, this hard strength, Western calcetics and an Eastern Tai Chi. Like I envision, um, you know, this, this, strong flowing movement where your body is controlled, you're breathing properly, um, but yet you're transitioning from a handstand to, you know, stepping up into, uh, you know, grabbing a bar, moving up into a front lever. Like it's just this fluid. It's like if you've ever seen someone do a Tai Chi form, you know, they've done a, you know, you, you see over, especially in like China, you know, like the park filled with, 
hundreds of people that are doing the Tai Chi form. But I envision eventually even America, like we, we, we move towards this, like we're interested in strength, of course, but I think that we're moving as a whole to look at these deeper, deeper elements. So I'm not sure if that's where you were taking it, but um, that's kind of what I envision for this, this trend that is like just beginning, but it's going to continue to grow. And my intention is to actually try to shift it a little bit more towards understanding basic principles um, of Tai Chi and incorporating them into uh, strength-based calisthenics. And what's, uh, do you remember the name of that blog article where you talked about the, the trend? I, I would love to check that out, and I, maybe some of our listeners would like that too. If you don't, that's okay. I'm sure we can find it. But uh. I think it's called the my um, I think it's called the Vision. Actually, I think it might be on the front of my website. Um, oh, I great! Think that's okay. actually where it is. It's, it's I think it's about one of the bottom links. It says like my vision for the future of. Um, uh, why I maybe it's why I pursue body weight mastery. I think I might either it's in that article or I link to link to um, link to the article in that article. Okay, great. That's awesome. Yeah, just just hearing about this. In, the first time I really saw it, uh, you know, I, I've known about it. I did gymnastics and tai chi, martial arts. That was kind of my background, and I did dance as well. And that was kind of how I got into the fitness training thing. I was an athlete as a kid and then got into that martial arts and then gymnastics and dance later. And I really got fascinated with the, the science of movement. And that's kind of one of the main reasons why I ended up a trainer. But um, when you're talking about it, it's it kind of reminding me, and it's been a while, I've incorporated some of these things into our, our boot camp systems, but uh, this movement's really exciting. Uh, and this one time, there was a guy who uh, in my area who had his own – um, he built a home gym. I said, well, what do you have in it? And he's got, he just has like these weird ladders and poles and all this stuff. He basically invented some weird park type, you know, thing in his living room. I thought, well, there's no equipment in terms of like regular normal fitness equipment. And I watched his YouTube videos. Turns out they have like a group and now they're, it's like almost have like some boy band or something. <laughs> there's a whole oh, bunch wow. of them out there now. <laughs> And they have like little groups, and th their particular group's called the Plyotechnics, and I don't know if they're famous or popular or what, but there's I think there's five of them, and they they're all they're all over the uh, country, and they share YouTube videos of them doing crazy body weight exercises and challenges, and they they love to do them out in public, you know where it surprises the heck out of people, or they'll go into a traditional 24-hour fitness type of gym, and they'll they'll start doing crazy things, you know where they're holding sideways on the railing, you know with their feet out in the air and they're doing backflips yep. and crazy things kind of like gymnastics stuff and people are just like what are you doing somebody's sitting on the on the treadmill or on the bike you know and that's their that's the most they've ever envisioned doing there at the gym and and right in front of them there's a guy doing a one-arm two-finger push-up or something you know <laughs> so I, right. I, I, right. I i'm imagining you you're familiar with some of this kind of stuff right is that kind yeah, of the world yeah, that you're you mentioned the Right. Yeah, you mentioned the home gym. I um uh, I had a, a guest post post a while ago on on the art of manliness and what I did is I created uh, a a home gym out of PVC which um it wasn't necessarily the the the, the most durable <laughs> uh looking back and um I mean I haven't broken it. I I I pulled it apart and haven't uh, brought it out in a while but I used to it was like this large 6 foot by 8 foot uh um 
home gym that I just uh, glued together using PVC and special PVC glue. And you've, I've got like mini rings on there and I got parallel bars and like I've got bars that you can do muscle ups on. And yeah, I tried to make it stable enough to practice the human, the human flag, which you mentioned. And um, it became pretty popular on, on that site. And, um, and, and, you know, it's, it's, and so I'm sure a lot of people have, have built it because I put in the specific design specs and, okay, get this two-foot PVC and glue it to here. And, um, you know, which obviously, looking back, I would have probably used some type of metal and uh, to make it a little bit more durable. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely popular. And I think that um, the, the vast majority of people, you know, they, they, um, they've seen the bench press for a long time. You know, they've yeah. seen the, 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 the squat, like it's in, not, not that there's anything wrong with it, but they've seen it for a while. So when they see something like someone doing a human flag and they see, wow, like the, that incredible whole body strength, um, it's, it's just super attractive. And there's, there's, there's a newness and there's this cutting edge element to, like you mentioned this, these more extreme calisthenics that, that is attractive compared to, um, you know, like I can do, I can bench 300 pounds. Right. 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 Yeah. And who's, who really wants their, the, the, that great feeling in your shoulders you get after you bench the 300 pounds anyway. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. I always love that feeling. You know, I just love it. (laughs) <laughs> I was telling exactly. the story of a guy that was in my gym. I love this guy, and if he's listening, which he probably isn't, but just in case, you know, just for the record, he's a great guy. But he's an older kind of Vietnam vet type of guy, and he's, you know, he he's uh, been doing bench for I don't know forty years, and he, and he's in, the, and he always wanted me to spot him, and I would go and work out with him. It was great, you know, we had a good time. He pushed me, I pushed him. But I remember every single day, oh, my shoulder's killing me. Oh, my shoulder's killing me. I don't know if I can do this today. I don't know if I want to do this today. How many painkillers have you taken today? You know, it's like, all right, let's go. Let's get ourselves psyched up for this. And then, oh, my shoulder, you know, over and over again for 10 years at least, you know. It's just like, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah I know. It. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, you end up getting injured. And, and obviously there are uh, plenty of examples of people lifting heavy weights. I mean, one of my favorite people on earth was, you know, Jack LaLanne. I mean, I'm sure you guys are well familiar with Jack and you know, lifting weights. And I mean, he was uh, like almost a master of everything, you know, it's like he was just, you know, the godfather of fitness. And, and um, so obviously you can do it right. Um, but, but yeah, there's just, there's, yeah, at some point, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be dealing with a lot of uh, a pain. And, and I think you, you know, people that lift weights typically, you know, they focus on how much weight can I lift since I got to get in there and just hammer through and, and get through the workout um, as opposed to, um, you know, look, tr- looking at body weight strength training. Like it's, it's in my mind, there's, there's an element of wholeness where, you know, you're focusing on as much mobility as you are strength. And, you know, you're focusing on, you know, moving across the floor and, and dynamic movements and, and putting the muscles under a stretch position at the same time strengthening them. And so you're get, you're gaining this, you're improving the flexibility, mobility, but as well as well as you are strength, you're not just shortening the muscle, um, you know, and to shorten more and more shortened positions and right. getting it stronger, of course, but it's like, wait, right. where's this holistic approach towards fitness? I, right. I got to ask you another, oh, I'm sorry, Georgette, go ahead. I was just in agreement. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I got to ask, you know, because I'm sure there's there's always some skeptics. So I like to play the devil's advocate, if you don't mind, ask a couple questions. The first thing is, you know, I know there's somebody out there going, okay, that's all fine and dandy, and that's a nice little, you know, idea there, uh, Todd. But in reality, we all know that with body weight exercises, all you can really do is you can only hope to get toned. You can't actually add any muscle. So, in fact, I even heard a, a CrossFit coach mention that recently. Who, and I know they love body weight in CrossFit. They do a ton of it, but they also lift heavy weights as well with the, their traditional powerlifting component that they throw in there. But you know, I even heard somebody say that. I'm like, ah, you can't really build any muscle with body weight. So, what would what would you what would be your reply to that? I, and I love that answer. I'm smiling right now as you mentioned that because I have. I've gotten that lots of times. And even one of my first interviews um, that I ever did was with Lee Labrada, who is former Mr. Universe, and yep. he's on my site under the interview section. And I interviewed him, and and I, of course, I'm 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 running a bodyweight exercise site, and I interview him, and I was like, what do you think of bodyweight exercises? You know, asking Mr. Universe this question, you know, you wonder what he's going to say, and and I, what he said is he uses it for like the after, like after he does a heavy, you know, say he's doing, you know, bench and incline bench and whatnot, then he'll finish up the workout with like maxing out with doing bodyweight exercises, um, which is totally fine. Like that's totally fine. But it's it's definitely a limiting approach. I think when people normally think of bodyweight training as it relates to to muscle building, they they only think in terms of increased of increase of reps. Okay, if I'm trying to build muscle in my in my chest, um, okay, well I can do 40 push-ups. Well, well, you know they think they think on a linear plane. Well, okay, I guess I have to do 50. But the problem with that is then you're focusing on endurance. You know, when you're doing higher reps, you know, 15, 20, 25 reps, you're not building muscle. You're you're increasing, you know, diameter of the capillaries so that more oxygen can flow through and whatnot, and, and that's typically how you train endurance. Right. So you really have to fatigue the muscle within a lower rep range, you know, just like you would when you're when you're bodybuilding and get that eight nice 8 to 12 rep range and, and not just do 8 to 12 reps. You've got to fatigue the muscle within that 8 to 12 rep range. So that's why when I teach body weight training as it pertains to muscle building, um, I, I teach them that they've got to, number one, increase time under tension. Um, so they're, 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 you know, focusing more on that eccentric, uh, mm-hmm. eccentric um, a portion of the, of the, of the phase. Um, I teach um, angular training. So instead of doing, say, a typical uh, push-up on the ground, you put up your feet up on a chair or the desk. So you're switching up the angle a little bit, so you're targeting the muscle a little bit differently. And then you switch the, your, the, the weight, how your weight is distributed. So instead of doing a 50-50 um, push-up, shift your weight over. So you're almost doing a one-arm uh, push-up. Let's say you've got 70 and 30 or 80, 20, you know, as it relates to a, a pull-up or, or really anything, like a pistol squat. Um, I typically, honestly, when someone says, I've been training in bodyweight training, I've been following your philosophy for a while, and I'm still not seeing any results, honestly, I usually go back to nutrition because um, people that are naturally skinny, like myself, we have this tendency to not like to eat. Like, for me, that's one thing that is, like, one of the challenges for me. Like, I, I'm very focused on, on projects, and, like, I'll end up skipping meals. And, 
and um, and that's not conducive for for muscle gain. I mean, you've got to really feed that muscle, and really, especially after a really hard workout, you've really got to get a ton of uh, quality nutrients and enough protein, enough calories, and that type of thing. Um, so that's usually where I start. Um, but in terms of specific techniques, and I'm not the one to say that body weight training only will get you to be Mr. Universe. I mean, it's like increase, you know, he- lifting heavy weights will help to increase testosterone, which will help build muscle. Um, like, I- I'm not the one that says this road, body weight training, will absolutely be the fastest road to gaining the most muscle. Like, I'm not the one to say that. You know, I think weights, heavy weightlifting will do that faster. Um, but I'm, but I'm saying that body weight training can help you build muscle, and uh, along with these other facets that look into the holistic approach towards um, living a healthier life. You know, it's like you don't need to just stay super lean. Um, you know, and be be skin and bones because all you do is body weight training. No, you can build a significant amount of muscle. You're probably not going to be you know, Arnold, you know, it's like, but just doing body weight training, but you can build, build quite a bit of muscle doing body weight training. That's a great that, point. Great point. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, you're not going to be Arnold if you were lifting weights either in all reality, you know. <laughs> that's true too. You're only going to be Arnold if you're Arnold. <laughs> realistic, but I like the implications, even tying it into boot camp workouts because I think a, a lot of trainers think that boot camp, you know, workouts are just, you know, nonstop body weight cardio, and mm-hmm. that's fine to integrate, and of course it is. But when that's all you're doing, you know, I I, I don't agree with that, and that's why a couple of weeks ago, or maybe I don't even know when it was, we did a program design um thing, uh, you know, podcast where we were talking about, you know, get some knowledge behind, you know, we all like to give workouts out and we all love done for you stuff and done for you workouts, but when we were trying to emphasize that, you know, also know what you're doing, Be, you know, get some actual education behind, you know, what you're doing instead of just, you know, cutting a, a workout out of a magazine. Uh, yeah. Or, one off a blog, actually that's okay, but I also need to know what you know what you're doing, how to adapt things if you want to change what you just got finished saying about strength and how to utilize some body weight exercises to you know uh, stimulate muscle growth or strength and obviously strength but you know those are the things you need to know as well rather than just say i'll just you know cut this out of Reminds me of the in the eighties. You just cut, get Muscle and Fitness magazine and just you know cut the workout out and go to the gym with it. Uh, right, you know. and I think I think a lot of people even take it one step further. And I've, I get a lot of questions where they want me to review their plan, and they mm. say, "Oh, I created the the hundred rep plan or something," and they I'm going to do forty reps of this and twenty two reps of that, and, and it's like, "What do you think of it?" And I'm like. <laughs> is there any rhyme or reason to this? Like, what? Like, I don't really understand. Like, what? Like, what's the purpose? Like, you know. And that's why. 
like you yeah, like you said, yeah, Georgia, like you've gotta have this like some level of baseline knowledge. Like you can't just kind of pull things out of a hat and say, I'm gonna do I'm gonna create a five hundred you know, I get this a lot, especially with body training. It's like I wanna I'm gonna I'm gonna do the five hundred rep plan. I'm gonna do five hundred push ups every single day. You know, not in a row but like you know, kind of the grease the groove system, like I'll do a few here, a few there and it's like and in their head um, it's, it's like, you know, the, the verse, like, the truth will set you free. Like, like seriously, like, it's like, like you just put blinders on yourself and you think, ah, this workout that I created will, will be like the end all. And then at some point you get frustrated, like, ah, crap, this didn't work. So you go to the next, um, you know, whatever you can think of, like your, your next, it's like, well, wait a minute here. Like, where's the periodization? Where's like, there's like a ton of components to creating an effective, body weight training plan or not, you know, or weightlifting plan or any type of, say you're doing, you know, you want to run marathons. Like, okay, there's like a, there's a specific research-based rhyme or reason to how plans are created to maximize the the effectiveness. And I think a lot of people, they just say, um, you know, either they, they, they just pull things out of, out of, you know, wherever, um, or, or they get frustrated right away. And then, what I call is, is the shiny object syndrome. Like they, they, right. they like to do one thing and then they jump from the next and they jump to the next and they don't give anything enough time to actually work. Right, right, right. You know, that's a good point. But yeah, that's John, the, uh, another thing I wanted to just bring it back to here, I love all these things you're saying about, you know, actually being able to build muscle without weights. And I, I know that for us it's probably common sense that this works, but I always like to, you know, I like to make sure that I drive a point home. And so I'm also big on proof. I like to see and hear, you know, proof beyond a reasonable doubt that what you do actually works. And first of all, one of the easiest ways to prove it is just show it your picture. I mean, you look great, man. And then, I mean, if somebody right. wanted to know, could this, could you actually add muscle? Well, yeah, let's, you know, what do people really want, though? And, and a, lot of the, a lot of people out there and this includes guys and gals, they would probably prefer a, and I'm talking the average public, not, not people that are extremely into bodybuilding, which is a whole nother, you know, whole nother discussion outside of what we're talking about here. But I think most of the public would prefer to have a gymnast body over a Hulk bodybuilding body. And if you look at a gymnast, if they're, if they made it to the Olympics and they're on TV Every time I've ever seen anybody sitting there in front of the boob tube watching TV in the Olympics, if they even watch it, <laughs> they'll turn on the gymnastics. They'll take one look at a guy doing the iron cross on a set of rings and go, oh, my gosh, look at the muscles on that guy. He's completely ripped to shreds. He's, he has large muscles, but not ridiculously large muscles. They're not balloons. They're not implants. They're real sinewy muscle that he can use, and the guy can move his body all around any direction you can possibly imagine, and it, it, it looks amazing. And I think most people right. would, would prefer that. And so if that's what you mean by building muscle, heck yeah, I think a lot of people, a lot of clients would like that. I think they'd prefer yeah, that it's, body. It's a natural physique. You know, it's just it's just this healthy looking, you know, I, I, yeah, it's just this healthy looking physique. I mean, as healthy, it is healthy too, but it's just this, you know, it doesn't look overly gaudy. And, um, I mean, bodybuilders the, uh, consider themselves like sculptors. I mean, they're sculpting this, 
this marble, you know, they see them, their bodies of marble and they're trying to pack on more here than they try to pack on more there. And, and to them, I, th- I think to a lot of bodybuilders, it's an art form. It's like, okay, well, how do I increase more here, increase more there? Um, and of course they're, they're focusing on, on, um, you know, aesthetics, aesthetic beauty. Um, but you're right. Like the mass general appeal, appeal, like they're not looking to have, you know, just these tree trunk legs. I mean, they just want nice, like a nice physique and, and a body that is functional uh, to the point where they can they can do things. It's like you know they can play on the ground with their kids and and they could you know run across the backyard and play football with their boy and like these these things that will add value and meaning to their life um, and add a quality of life as opposed to just okay I've reached my goal of packing on more muscle. It's like so linear and I, you know one of my approaches is I really like to look at that holistic approach and um, right. yeah this it, there is I mean, body retraining can build muscle but there's this other component where it's holistic healthy living that's super important yeah and and you don't sometimes when you're young you, you know myself included made the mistakes um you don't you, know, you have no wisdom <laughs> you have no experience <laughs> you know hindsight's twenty twenty, and you look back and you go gee <laughs> you know, no wonder why I don't have any shoulders. I, you know, <laughs> wonder why I, I today have a, a severe osteoporosis. And, you know, believe it or not, you would think the bodybuilding lifestyle is a healthy lifestyle. But I would beg to differ from experience. And, you know, we don't realize the long-term effects on hormones and bones you know, you think, oh, I'm exercising, so I'm, I'm, you know, helping my, myself, my bones, my this, my that. But we're we're missing like a whole other dimension, and right. the strict dieting, and you know, and you know, hence, you know, I've had three shots in my shoulders. If I had more shoulders, I'd probably have more shots, and <laughs> I've ha- I have osteoporosis. You know, I have the whole nine yards. So. And, yes, I was a bodybuilder. So, I mean, you know, was that the only factor? No, but we're talking about looking at things. It it did factor in. It was completely, 100% factored in to the equation of of my diagnosis. I'm not making it up. So, uh, you know, looking back, so now what? Now I'm forced to do body weight training? Well, you know, I always kind of liked it really, really had an affinity for it. I don't know why. But I, you know, sometimes I, my point was you don't have that when you're when you're young and you look back. You're not looking back on anything. <laughs> you just want to get bigger, 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 you know. And guys especially would have this. Um, you know, so, you know, experience sometimes is wisdom <laughs> when you're, you know, Older, so we're trying to educate. That's what we're trying to do, connect some dots ahead of time so maybe somebody could get the point. We're not saying don't lift, you know, but we're, we're, we're trying to put it into a more practical and functional and holistic, you know, point of view. Right, right. And it's important to listen to your elders. Like I actually, when I was younger, I worked at a, at a nursing home. And um, that was just one of the things that I love to do. Like, I love the elderly people. And I, I would sit down and listen to their, their wisdom and their stories. And it was it was so 
mm-hmm. uh, to a younger person. It was so counterintuitive. Like, for example, um, even just uh, a few days ago, uh, there's a, a gentleman that was having a hard time downloading one of my products uh, online, and um, and you know I was apologizing and saying, oh, this. You know, uh, you know, sorry for the inconvenience and whatnot. And uh, he, he wrote back and he said, he's like, oh, hey, I'm an 86-year-old man. Like, I have, I have, uh, I've learned to be patient with other people and myself. And I thought, wow. what? I love great it. wisdom. <laughs> it's like, okay, the, the person that you would think that shouldn't have patience, you know, it's like, ah, oh, not a whole lot of life left. Like, like they're, they're totally patient. Like, they're just patient with themselves. They're patient with other people. He's like, I've got time. And, yeah, I mean, partly because he's retired, but, but partly because he's learned the value of patience. And the people that should have the most patience, the you know, younger people that got, have you know, potentially a lot of life left to live, they don't. And I think that's, that, I mean, it relates to, you know, uh, bodybuilding when it's like, okay, i got to get faster and bigger, stronger. And, you know, it's like, wait a minute, like, t- like time is okay. Like you don't need to do it the fastest. Like I don't need to build muscle the fastest. It's like just enjoy enjoy the movement. I'm a big fan of um, a gentleman named Ido Portel. I just, um, it was about a couple months ago, I came back from a seminar of his. And, and there's this, there's this um, benefit to just movement alone, like just moving the body where you're not necessarily trying to, you know, just totally revamp, um, you know, the muscular structure and reaching for a goal. Like just move, like squat down, you know, move, twist, um, you know, pull. Like it's just this, like the, the the benefit is in the movement, not necessarily the benefit is in the result. Like just get down and move. And I think as individuals, like we forget that, that this is a journey. Like why are we trying to strive and once we once we reach our goal, then all of a sudden we're we feel we're already behind because we have another goal set, and it's like, you know, our life is going to be over. And like, what did we achieve? Like, let's move slowly and listen to the body. And if it's in pain, we'll we'll slow down and focus more on mobility and healing, and then you know move with the cycles of the body. Right, right. You know, it's- John, I love all this stuff. I have to ask you now, uh, just for this is awesome. We could talk for hours on this. And George, yeah. I'm sure you agree. This is just getting warmed up here. But um, with the time we have left, I'd love to switch gears and talk business for a minute. A lot of our listeners, and probably um, almost all of our listeners, are personal trainers and uh, fitness professionals and, and group uh, group instructors. And a lot of them either are running boot camps or uh, small or large group training programs, or they are um, wanting to, and they're hopefuls, and they're maybe embarking on their journey to start their own business. We've got a lot of people that are coaching clients who work for other companies that are just branching out on their own to begin with. Maybe they've done some body weight stuff. Uh, Maybe that's all they can afford because they can't even afford equipment yet, or maybe that's what they prefer. Um, And I would love now to just hear your, you know, maybe how could a trainer benefit from your products and from what your work and how have you used it in business? And and, uh, I know there's a lot of people listening that would like to hear a little bit more about the business side of what you do as well. How could could benefit them? Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, definitely – I mean, I I, I uh, started off as a trainer, especially training in, in martial arts. But I my passion was always towards, and I think a lot of trainers might resonate with this uh, passion as well. That you your growth, if you're a trainer training one on one, your growth is limited to the time that you have. 
you can only train so many clients in a day, and the only way that you can make more money is by training more clients or charging more. Um, so it's like there's this mindset that is a good mindset to have um, to try to leverage your your time uh, to grow your business. And that's where my mind started focusing on, well, well, there's this there's this thing called the internet. Like, you know, I've got a knowledge, a specialty of of training people in body weight training. Now, how can I package something together that will be of value to people, whether they're in the United States or in Canada or Australia, anywhere in the world? People can purchase it, download it, use it at any time of the day, and so that I'm generating revenue for my company while I sleep. And I think that's that's. Um, you know, it's a growing idea. Um, I don't know if trainers typically are, are are adopting this faster or not. I'm not sure. But um, I think that they feel the pressure that, hey, I, I, you know, I'm struggling. Maybe I'm struggling uh, with my business because I don't have enough time for myself or my family. And, I, you know, realizing that that there are other ways, and that's one of one of my passions. They they can um, one of the best ways is starting up their own website and just starting a blog and getting their information that they have, the expertise that they have out there, and starting to build up an email list and 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 sharing offers with that email list and um, and, and growing their business that way. And that's how I started three years ago. I just started, like I mentioned, putting up videos on YouTube and and people enjoying them. And then saying, "Hey, I think I can turn this into an actual business." And um, you know, here I am full time, you know, growing my business and and running different promotions and 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 realizing that um, the greater network you have, uh, the greater contacts you have, the more followers you have, it's a an exponential growth in revenue for your company. And where it doesn't take more time, but it can increase your revenue by by you know ten, fifteen, twenty fold. And I think that that's something that is to the person, the trainer that's listening, that's that that realizes that they are struggling to make ends meet, but they don't have any more time that they can give. Well, there's there is another way, and and they don't. Here, you know, here's the here's the big problem that that a lot of people have is they think this guy can do it or this girl can do it, but I. I can't do it. Like I don't know how. I don't know where to start. And um, honestly, that's just an excuse because no one knows where to start when they start. <laughs> like they just they, they they Google it. Like that's the place to start. Like how do I start a website? And so you buy a domain name and you install WordPress and like you just start going down the line to the point where now you put up an email list. Like you capture someone's email. I've got one follower, and then eventually you have a hundred followers, and then a thousand, then ten thousand. You know, it keeps going on, and you just learn and you grow. And that's that's um, so that would be my, one of my biggest recommendations, and that's where I started, and and that's where I am now, and just growing an email list, growing a following, offering offering them uh, products at certain times, and um, and growing my business that way. Nice. And then right. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I, I was going to say, um, awesome advice for everybody listening, not just trainers. Probably anybody that has something that they want to share, the belief that they can make it. You know, they can. They have something unique to contribute to the world. <laughs> um, and how about your your specific products? Are they are they just for end consumers? Do you think personal trainers should be buying your stuff? I, I'm totally. I think Georgette. You can chime in here because I know you guys are working on some specials or some special promotion, right? Um, tell us a little bit about that too. 
Well, well uh, Todd actually put together the first time um, I worked with Todd. It was a body weight. Oops, sorry. Somebody's calling in, of course. Um, a body weight bundle product, which was, I think, 30-some uh, contributors were involved. Uh, anyway, that was an awesome product, and even though technically it was could have been geared to the uh, end user, trainers ate it up. I mean, they and I myself ate it up. I, I <laughs> not just because I was a contributor. I mean, it, it was just it was just awesome. And um, Todd has just recently, um, as of right now, I, I think today, right, is the, is the launch, actually, of the combat bundle, which is even over twice the size of the body weight bundle. It's like 72 uh, programs or, you know, and Todd could give the details on it, but it's uh, a, lot of, a lot more contributors and a, and a lot more programs, and it is kind of, there is a little trainer section this time, but all of it can, uh, is, applies to trainers, in, in my opinion, because, you know, they, they can get an education, hopefully. <laughs> and there, there's a lot of information. But, um, you know, they could also not just copy workouts, but, you know, actually learn from other uh, successful trainers in, in the industry, and it's just a wide wide variety of uh, of people and programs. And I think the whole concept that Todd has put together with this bundle is is just an awesome concept that, you know, you haven't seen before, uh, other than the body weight bundle. But, you know, in and of itself, it's innovative. And it's, uh, you know, it's a win-win situation. Right. Yeah. The way I look at it is um, every morning I spend time kind of in personal growth and personal development, and I, I listen to different speakers and whatnot. And there's a, a gentleman named Jim Rohn who's a personal development speaker, and he has a quote that has stuck with me for a very long time, and I, I think about it probably daily. And, um, and and it's related to success and being successful at anything that you do. And he said that you need, in order to be successful, you need to work harder on yourself than you, than you do on your job. And I think that most people, like, they you know, they try to work really hard on their job and whatnot, but, um, you know, which is fine. I mean, that's great. It's definitely a good thing to do. But you've got to spend time in growth, personal growth, like learning and growing. And with the Bodyweight Bundle, when I launched it in March, uh, like Georgette said, there were 38 different programs. And, and uh, certainly it was geared towards the consumer, but it was also geared towards that trainer that realized that, hey, you know what, there's, like I don't know everything, and there's a ton of information out there that I can start immediately using for my clients to help them get better results, get them get them results faster, and which will, you know, mm-hmm. in the end, help grow my business. And so this is when um, after the bodyweight bundle, I had a a partner named Funk Roberts who was one of the top MMA trainer, trainers, and so he approached me with the idea to do one for um, kind of the combat sports. And I mentioned to him, I was like, you know, that's, let's definitely have a combat side, but I also want to include uh, the fitness side uh, right. as well and different styles of fitness from bodyweight training to resistance bands to, um, you know, heavy bags to uh, Bulgarian yeah. bags, like everything. And, uh, and honestly, it just kind of uh, grew like a wild fo- flo- uh, uh, fire to the point that we have, we have 72 different products in there. And like Georgette said, there's a trainer section and, 
uh, uh, templates that you can use for your clients, and there's even um, a product that's normally sold for $100, uh, a 52-week course to help you grow your business. And the whole combat bundle together, where you get 72 two different products, is is only 39 bucks. So it's like the ultimate one-week deal. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's so crazy. Huge, huge I mean, seriously. But uh, it's crazy in a good, good crazy. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, brain, you know, no-brainer. But, um, you know, it's just, I think it's awesome. So I have, uh, yeah. we're going to post this on the blog, and um, I'm definitely going to put a link to that. I have a ton of stuff coming on the blog as well regarding it. There was just so much information when I was looking at that bundle. I mean, it's, uh, you you know, you could go anywhere, you, anywhere you want. You know, if you're interested in this, you're interested in that. There's just a lot of different uh, programs from all different angles and from all different fit pros. I mean, I, I just think it's, I think it's one of the best things that, you know, this, this year that's come out between the body weight bundle and this. I mean, I've I've seen nothing like this. I mean, it's the same old, same old sometimes. And when you see something like, not because it's big, but because it's it's diverse and it's good, you, you know, when you see a quality product that's different, it really catches your attention. Right. You know, as opposed to the same old, oh, somebody's coming out with another, you know, and there's even nutrition stuff in here. I mean, so, which you know, I I can't speak highly enough about it, you know, and um, I I just uh, wish you the best of luck with it. I know today is the launch of that, and I'm sure it'll just, <laughs> I'm sure it'll do well for you. It, it can't not do well, but um, it's just, it's just amazing to see, you know, the innovative ideas that, you, you know, people come up with, and uh, it's an awesome tool for trainers, so I have to post this in the inner circle, too, Jess, because I really cool. think it's, it's worth it. I mean, I, I don't like to promote, promote, promote in in my inner circle, but uh, honestly, I, I'm part of this bundle, and even if I wasn't, I think this is really, like, something worthy of being in there. Well, thank you, Todd. Hey, uh any other things that you want to share with uh, our listeners as we wrap up here? we got just a couple minutes left. I'd love to give you a chance to maybe talk about anything else that's on your mind, on your heart, or any other products that, that you're proud of. Uh, uh, how, do, how do we get a hold of you? Uh, what's the best way to, if somebody's listening here and they want to, they want to find out more about you and the world of Todd um, Kuzlikas <laughs> from A Shot of Adrenaline? There you go. You got it. Uh, Perfect. What's the uh, what's the best uh, way to do that? And any other last words? Yeah, just straight to the blog, a shot of adrenaline.net. They can um, kind of, especially if they're interested in in the business side. How do I run a a fitness business online? Like how do how do I create products? How do I uh, build up my website? Um, you know, you can subscribe. You can kind of see how things run uh, on the back end um, as you go through different. Um, you know, kind of go through the back end of, of my site and check out the different articles and that type of thing. And, and um, I'm obviously, you know, happy to, to, you know, answer any questions if someone has and how do I get started. This. There's some, you know, awesome tools out there to, and different resources to help people. Um, yeah, it's it's been a great, great pleasure, guys. And 
um, yeah, like I said, the combat bundle's going on this week, and it's, you know, it'll be shut off, um, you know, on Monday of next week. So we're pushing hard and, and um, yeah, definitely trying to get the word out. Yeah. Well, we'll help with that. That's oh, definitely. All right. Well, thank you, Todd. Uh, it was a pleasure having you. We'll probably have to do a follow-up at some point if you're open to it, because this has been a blast. I think we could talk about body weight training and some of the stuff you're doing for, for hours. <laughs> so if you're yeah, open thanks. to it, we, we, maybe, maybe we can do that at some point. I'd like to. Of course. I'd be happy to do it. Okay. Awesome. Hey, Georgette, anything, any last-minute th- things here? Um, no, I would, you know, I just want to thank Todd, and um, we will, you know, be posting this, and I'll, I will send it to you, Todd. Um, and, um, yes, I definitely want to do a follow-up. I really do want to do a follow-up, uh, maybe after your body weight, uh, or have the combat bundle as <laughs> the dust clears from that. But, um, awesome. I really appreciate it. I learned, I learned Stuff on this podcast. <laughs> Good. Happy to. Yeah, happy to share my ideas. All right, you guys. Well, I'm going to wrap it up then. Until next time, uh, Fitness Bootcamp Inner Circle uh, .com and the uh, Fitness Bootcamp Club .com is uh, the the blog for our 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 web our uh, the what blog for our podcast. And I'm Jesse Stoddard. I'm signing off. Georgette Pan. We've had Todd. Uh, give us a shot of adrenaline uh, by I, I just want to leave and get, start doing push-ups right now and work on my handstand push-ups Todd so been inspired thanks man I love your website love everything about it it's been great you guys have a terrific week and we'll uh, talk to y'all later awesome hey, thanks. thanks guys appreciate it thank you yeah, bye-bye.